Hi, Gauri here. We've collected the best insights from the first 20 Knowledge Base Ninjas episodes into a clear and concise ebook. Simply send a blank email to ninja at bcast.email. That's ninja at bcast.email and it will be sent right back to you. Thank you. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Where Gauri Ramkumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day everyone. Our guest today is Christopher Gales, Senior Director of Documentation at Splunk and author of the of the product is Docs. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast, Chris. How are you doing today? Uh, very well. Thank you so much for having me. Super, super. So let's get started. I'm very eager to hear to lots of things about you. So just to start, how did you initially get into documentation, Chris? Um, so I initially got into documentation. Uh, well, actually, when I was a, a graduate student, I was uh, working on an archival research project. at the university and uh they had a database for all the 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 records of all the historical documents that that they were uh, collecting and producing editions of and in the process of uh learning that database um and uh working with the historians on the project i just started to write some some docs for them for after i left the project and they would still have to to use the database which they weren't that familiar with. So that was really my first my first step into the field and then after graduate school I officially entered the profession and joined a financial software startup as the second tech writer and really learned all the basics of the trade from the very brilliant tech writer who uh, had started with that company. Fantastic. So what's your documentation process at Splunk and who is normally involved in it? Uh so the documentation process is the best way to answer that is is uh so the the Splunk doc team uh, is about uh, is 46 people so there are 38 writers, four managers and four editors and the writers are all embedded into the product development teams. So there's a full cross-functional team of engineers, product managers, program manager, designers and writers. So we we work largely inside the scrum process alongside the development teams, although we also produce some kind of more uh a uh, documentation like end-to-end tutorials or workflows that really spans the output of multiple teams and and multiple sprint cycles so those projects we kind of run alongside the scrum process but the basic structure is is working inside scrum great uh so what are the important factors uh, you consider when creating documentation ah uh, the important well audience first i would say and uh i think that 
Splunk has has grown tremendously over over the past several years, and we've also been <clears throat> excuse me, we've also been pivoting our business more and more to SaaS. So the the nature of software development for SaaS is a little more dynamic than than what we were working yeah. in before when we would have you know maybe two large on premises releases a year yeah. or so. Very right. agile, so, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you know, uh, you have to embrace frequent change um, and always kind of streamline and improve your processes to align with the development team's workflows. Uh, I guess, you know, the, and I said audience first. So we are, we're really, uh, really fortunate at Splunk to have an incredibly passionate and engaged customer community. And they give us lots of feedback on the documentation, and they really, they really want to uh, remain active and engaged with us. And so, it's a big part of our job to to be active community members and respond to that feedback and make improvements. So, while we are working alongside development on new features all the time, new features and capabilities for the products and services, we also spend a significant amount of our time improving already published material based on customer feedback. So I think that's another important consideration and area of focus for the Splunk doc team. Fantastic, great. So right, we need to talk about the product as docs book. So please please briefly outline the theory for the listeners and then why did you think it was important to write this book? Uh, Sure. So uh, the first thing I want to say is in in your introduction, you very kindly said I I, I wrote the book, but the the truth of it is is that um, a significant portion of the Splunk doc team collaborated on that book and and wrote it together. So the first edition had, I think, 20 20 or 23 authors, and the second edition, which came out a couple of months ago, added probably another 10. So it's a true collaborative effort. The genesis of the book, no, let me say, you asked me to describe the book. So the book is really a a series of of fairly short chapters that you can read in, in any order, in which we try to capture the the practicalities of our experience writing software documentation inside a product development group. It's not, uh, it's not a very theoretical book. It's really grounded in our lived experience. So there are chapters um, in there about audience and agile and managing teams and then collaborating with a wide range of cross-functional Groups. There's chapters on working with engineering, working with product management, working with UX, working with the field, and, and, and so on. And the intention is really that the book is a resource for documentarians, certainly, but anyone who's working in product development alongside or with a technical writing group should find material in the book that's useful for them to improve the collaboration and the output. The genesis of the book was really when we were involved a few years back in kind of fine-tuning our our interaction with Agile 
writing some audience definitions for our own purposes within the doc team, and then really mapping out how we wanted to use learning objectives to guide our content development. We were looking for other resources that, that talked about these things. And what we found is although there have been certainly plenty of, of books and articles and conference presentations that talk about how to do docs in Agile, nothing we were reading or, or watching or finding there really described what our direct experience was like and what it was teaching us. For audience definitions, uh, there's a lot of material about UX personas. There's a lot of material about audience definitions for marketing purposes, but we really didn't find anything about audience definitions for documentation purposes. So we kept finding or not finding the, the, the material we were looking for. And so we started talking about these gaps in the literature, basically. So uh, we took the opportunity of a hack week to list out the topics that we thought we wanted to cover and then spend the week as a team uh, writing the first draft, the very messy first draft of the book. So each, each writer took a chapter and spent the week just drafting that chapter. And at the end of the week, we had the very messy rough draft. And then we, we paired writers up and did peer reviews and uh, revisions and then eventually you know, packaged up uh, the book and published it a couple of years back. Nice. So, so that's a pure teamwork. That uh, so that that's nice to hear, uh, Chris. Yes, pure pure teamwork. And the second edition, much the same. We didn't do it in a hack week, but the same thing. We we had thought of some things we left out. We had encountered a few more things over the past couple of years that we wanted to talk about, and writers volunteered to take the chapter drafts. And then um, when they had written them, I spent some time uh, revising them and then gave it to one of our brilliant technical editors to, you know, just edit the whole thing professionally, which didn't happen with the first edition because I did it myself. And then we, we published two months ago. Super. So, um, so I know you have 25 years of uh, career. Uh, so how has technical writing and documentation changed over your or 25 years of career? I think what's really, I think the two things that have really changed are, uh, I mean, first of all, in, in that period, the, the prevalence of the World Wide Web has, has changed everything about the way people search for information, find information, consume information, and, and the interaction they expect to have with content and with each other. So that's that's the obvious transformation. I think the other thing more specific to the way companies produce documentation and the way customers consume it is that companies, documentation teams for the most part, I think have had to become more and more open, particularly in the software world. So, you know, if you go back even 15 years or 10 to 15 years, lots of companies were making the transition to DITA. So they're, they're moving away from the book model. They're going to topic-based authoring, structured environments, using DITA and component content management systems and, and so on. Um, but while they're doing that, the, the model 
is still very factory centric. Meanwhile, online communities and forums and Stack Overflow and the level of community participation on the web has has exploded. And I think that customers really expect documentation to be something where they have a voice and that companies really have to recognize that they're just uh, they're just one player in a broader community conversation about their products. Mm-hmm. So the open source model is the you know the the logical extension of the trends that I'm talking about. But even without open sourcing docs, I think companies really now have to recognize and contend with the fact that they're not the only source of information about their products and they might not even be the most trusted source in some cases. Uh, So is Splunk currently generating significant organic search traffic from your knowledge base? Uh, from the knowledge base or, or, or to the doc sites? Uh, from your knowledge base, yeah. Any organic uh, search traffic being generated? Well, um, the, I mean, the majority of visitors to the Splunk doc site come from organic Google search results. Uh, the... The site search within our site um, is, um, is is using different engines, and uh, you know we're we're working to make that to make that site search experience valuable and distinct enough that the customers will find the value in in using that. But you know the, the truth of it is that that Google is just the, the preeminent channel to Splunk content. All right. So before we move on to the rapid fire round, Chris, mm-hmm. is there anything else you would like to add um, to, to this podcast? Um, but we do have a few more questions as part of the rapid fire round, but anything okay. else? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. No, I think I think the the community engagement is is really the, the the main point that that I wanted to be sure to touch on, and it's it's its impact on the the way that that we at Splunk have conceived of the design, development, delivery of, of our technical content. Like I, I really can't emphasize that enough. It's 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 really the the fuel in in our engine and. Uh, as I said before, we're, we're so fortunate to have an incredibly passionate customer community that wants to go on that journey with us. And like our, our content is really exactly as good as they help us make it. Great. Fantastic. So now to the rapid fire round. Uh, okay. So who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Uh, there have been a couple of people that have had a big impact on me, but I think to, to answer that question, lightning round style, I would go back to that first tech writer that I mentioned that I worked with yeah. in my first tech writing job. Um, you know, z- zero to one is always a big jump, yeah. but uh, he really took me from zero to eight, maybe in, in less than a year and and laid the entire foundation for 
everything I've practiced since then as an information developer. Fantastic. Your first guru is always special, isn't it? <laughs> so true. I was so fortunate to to meet him and and I don't I don't know. He was pretty young at the time. I don't know how he knew so much of what he knew already, but it's just brilliant. Great, great. So can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently? Sure. Um so uh I'd actually point out this this one. There, there have been some great book club discussions in the learn tech writing channel in write the doc slack mm-hmm. uh, and just over the past couple of months or, or this calendar year uh, the conversations really wide-ranging the participants represent a diverse set of teams and practices from from all over the world and the conversations there have just been really illuminating and and thought-provoking on on a wide range of 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 information development subjects. Super. So write the docs is the most uh, related resource. Fantastic. Write the docs Slack, particularly in, for this, the, the Learn Tech Writing Channel and the book club they're having in there. Super. Okay. So what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? Okay. So my 20 year old self had no idea what tech writing was, I think. So uh, if we pretend for a minute that he did, uh, I, I would say, uh, get as close as you can to your customers, like know them personally and write for them. Super. So I think right from the beginning, all your emphasis and uh, your points were towards making your customers happy and listen to them and uh, uh, they drive uh, what what you need to do. So that that's really good, uh, Chris. So I think we are almost to the end of this uh, podcast series. So any any anything else that you want to add to our audience um, in the period of time? Uh, no, thanks again for, for inviting me to have this conversation. Super. So thank you, Chris, for sharing your unique experience and your journey. And I, again, appreciate the time you spent with us today and have a great day. Thank you, you too. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you, Chris. Fantastic. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.